So, I was planning on making this episode Germany Part 2. German Reich Part 2. But I realized I didn't really have enough content for a whole episode. So, instead I'm going to be doing this episode on the USSR. Um, Soviet Union, to be precise. And I'm going to be slipping some tidbits about Germany in there as well. So, it's, it's not that much content, but I'll be slipping them in. So, just be forewarned of that. Without further ado, I am Tripricarius. Let's get into the show. Now, firstly, I think it's important to note that with the Soviet Union, you don't have to worry about air power or naval power. You can mostly get by with just your ground forces, and that should be fine. You have land in pretty much the entire old world, and it's pretty easy to get around if you build some infrastructure. So, you won't be needing a lot of air or naval power. You border a lot of countries, so it's a good starting point. Uh, if you start in 1936, uh, you border Finland, uh, Baltic states, of course, the three Baltic states, Poland, Romania, Turkey, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, Turkey, Iran, Afghanistan, Xinjiang, uh, Mongolia, obviously, Tanatuva, and Manchuria, uh, and Japan as well. So, you, you border a lot of countries. It's a, it's a very good jumping off point for a world conquest. So, world conquest of Soviet is, is very easy. You also have a lot of factories. I've mentioned this in a lot of previous videos, a lot of previous uh, episodes. You have a lot of factories, so you can make a lot of infantry equipment and a lot of tanks really quickly. Um, it's very easy to equip your army. You can make a very large army very fast, a lot of divisions. And let me let me say this first, guys. Even if you don't have a well-trained army, if you have enough divisions, it's eventually going to supplement the lack of training. So, just to be, cl just to be clear, you can Blitzkrieg with a very untrained, unequipped army. You can do that. if You just need to have a lot of divisions. I'm talking Soviet-level divisions. You have to train a lot of divisions in order to be good as Soviet. A um, couple other things. Might want to fortify Moscow, just to keep it safe. Fortify Leningrad. Again, that's one of your only seaports. That and Vladivostok and Sevastopol, I think. That, that's it. That's all you have. That's all you have to worry about. So, since you can, build forts around around the dockyards, because why not? Build forts around Moscow. Uh, you also have a lot of manpower. I, I talked about making a lot of divisions. You have to do that. As Soviet, you have to pump out a lot of divisions. You have to just overwhelm them with your numbers. That's your main tactic. Like, along those same lines, make your military doctrine, your army doctrine... Mass assault. That goes along pretty nicely with the whole overwhelm them with your numbers thing. Um, is my audio, my microphone coming in good? Or am I blocking it? Alright. So, uh. Okay, so if you start in 1936, there's some time to prepare. You can get your national focus out of the way, all that stuff. 
there's a couple national focuses that give you cores on Finland and give you justifications for the Baltic states. So th those get are pretty quick. You can, and since they're pretty minor nations as well, you'll pretty easily blitzkrieg across all of them. I keep using blitzkrieg as the German word. But this is Russia, so, but uh, it's a type of battle, it's a tactic, it's a battle tactic, so what do I know? I'm using it to describe, for those who want specificity, I'm using it to describe Rapid Mass Assault. RMA, Rapid Mass Assault, otherwise known as Blitzkrieg. Okay. Got that out of the way. There's a couple things you can do with the Baltic States. One of them is to take one state from each of them and then puppet them on to the Baltic... I think it's called the United Baltic SSR or something like that. Um, it, it's something like that. But uh, they can become their own independent SSR, Soviet Socialist Republic. So, just be aware of that. There's a couple ways you can get around that. Uh, the easiest way, in my opinion, would be to... Let's say you plow through Estonia. You take Harju and you puppet Tartu. Now, in your next war, you're going to take Latvia. Um, you take Vijime, well, no, it's Lithuania. Uh, you take one of Latvia's states, you puppet, and here's where the uni United thing part comes in. Because you're going to select, you're going to call Estonia, your puppet Estonia, into the war against Latvia, and then once you get to the treaty, you select them, give them your war score, and Estonia takes that one state you didn't take. So, again, do the same thing with Lithuania, boom, you'll have your United Baltic SSR, easy peasy. With, um, Finland... Winter War usually goes pretty easy if you start in 1936. It's pretty easy to just go plow through all, all of Finland. It's cold, you might get some attrition, but it's also pretty flat and generally easy for tanks to pass over through. So, pretty easy to blitzkrieg through there as well. Your focus is going to give you cores on Kerjala, Kerjala and Savo. If you don't know, uh, Kerjala is that whole bit. In the southeast of Finland. Um, basically, if you don't take that, Leningrad is going to be in a lot of danger from the Finns if they say join the Allies. But there's a couple advantages to not taking Savo. Now, if you don't take Savo, if you like puppet Finland or something with that one state with um, the Norwegian and the Swedish border. They, um, the, the Allies, if say Sweden and Norway join the Allies, they won't be able to get to you. So it's good to have some buffer states. On the other hand, the National Focus gives you cores on Savo, so just you might as well take it anyway. Savo. Savo. Yeah. And uh, then there's Poland. There's a whole thing about the Molotov Ribbentrop Pact. Molotov-Ribbentrop. Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. Um, there's, there's a whole branch of the focus tree for that, right? 
Not, um, non-aggression pact with Germany. Uh, I think it's reassert Eastern claims. No, that's one of Germany's focuses. There's a focus for the USSR to take half of, to partition Poland, to take half of what Germany seized when they, like, did their thing and took over Poland. So, there's that. You can do that. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with the USSR. One of my personal favorites is the, the Warsaw Pact, form the Warsaw Pact. So what I'd do, I would just, I would take all the Baltic states. Take care of that, right? I would... After I go to war with Finland, I would take Savo, take Kajala, and just leave them alone. They're not part of the Warsaw Pact. You don't annex them, just leave them. In in real life, you had a white piece. So you, they had a truce, they had a white piece. They 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 signed a truce, right? They they nothing ever really happened there. But you know, we wish it did. But the Soviet Union did get Kajala and Savo in real life, so there's that. Uh but, if you don't know, the five nations that were in the Warsaw Pact, it was East Germany, Poland, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, and, no, six. Czechoslovakia, Romania, and Bulgaria, six. So you're going to take um, Bessarabia and this other province, uh, South Bessarabia, I think it is. Take that other province from Romania. There's a whole focus for infantry, but basically that's the Moldovan SSR. And if you want to reform, reform the USSR as it was in real life, then you would need to take that. This, and South Bessarabia is part of modern-day Ukraine, so that would be part of the Ukrainian, Ukrainian SSR. Um, you could take Eastern Poland, and then... If you defeat Germany, you can give Poland, with, with the same method I mentioned earlier, to unite the Baltics. You can have Poland take those other states that would then form the modern-day Polish borders. But trying to get East Germany is a little bit complicated. You're going to have to puppet. You're going to have to dual puppet. And I've wanted to talk about this a while, for a while, but I've avoided doing it because it's a very it's a kind of complicated process. So it's simple enough, but I think it's relatively complicated compared to other things you're doing life for, especially for a beginner. So the easiest way I've found would be to say I conquer Germany, I give Poland their stuff, I have say. France, take West Germany, and then I puppet what's left. There's there's our communist Germany, our communist East Germany set up. Then if you have together for victory DLC, you can release, you can tag France, again, you can't do this in Iron Man mode, but you can tag France and release Germany as a puppet. So, there you go. East and West France, both both of them puppets of two different sides, right? And if you don't have any of the DLC, you can release, really, uh, you can tag France, release Germany, 
and civil war them so that they become democratic or something. Or not aligned, whatever it is. But just make sure it doesn't say return territory. It has to be release nation. Uh, otherwise, it's going to hand all the territory back to the, e back to the East German puppet. And you're going to get just a full Germany. It's not going to be split. So it has to say release nation and not return territory. So just get that. Just note that. Okay. It has to be that. But I think it's relatively complicated. It might not be for you depending on your experience level. I can't know. So there you go. Poland, East Germany, uh, Baltics, Finland. Uh, what about, we got Romania. Yeah. Uh, the only way to get Bulgaria would be to go through Romania. So you definitely have to do Romania before Bulgaria. Uh, if Bulgaria took um, that one province, uh, Plovdiv, something like that, I forget what it's called. It's like that one sliver of land between Bulgaria and Romania that, Bulg that Bulgaria claims, but Romania owns. So, it's that one piece. But, uh, you could try to justify Bulgaria to... You could justify Bulgaria saying... We want to get this land back for Romania, right? If Bulgaria's already taken it. So you could do that. So what we're going to have to do is to let's line them up on the border. If you play Hoi 4 at all, I'm sure you know how to do this, right? You just line them up on the border, declare war on Bulgaria, call, call in Romania, right? Uh, and that's Bulgaria handled. Not very complicated. Hungary, uh, again, not very complicated. Just conquer them. Uh, you have a very small border. If you want to surround them, you can, but I, I like choke points a lot better. I, th I think it's it advantageous, especially if you catch them off guard. Uh, it's advantageous for defense and very inconvenient for offense. But if you catch them off guard, you should be fine. So uh, that's Europe conquered. That's Warsaw Pact. You might want to do Yugoslavia. I don't know. Y you don't really have to. But, because they were never historically part of the Warsaw Pact. But you know who was historically part of the Warsaw Pact? Albania. Now, if Italy's con already conquered Albania, this is going to be a problem. You're going to have to conquer Italy, and with that, you're going to have to go to war with Germany again. But you probably already took out Germany, so that's fine. But they're still going to be the Axis, or the Axis was disbanded. They might join, like, the Allies, the Chinese United Front or something. That's a problem. So, if Italy's take, already taken Albania, just beware. Some shit might go down. But... Uh, you shouldn't have a border with them other than with... Other than at Germ... No. No, you shouldn't. If you, you... I can't imagine you already took Austria unless... You did the Anschluss... Unless Germany did the Anschluss before you conquered them. But, uh... You'll have a front with Italy there, but for the most part, the only front is going to be Albania, but that would be assuming Yugoslavia gives you military access and or becomes your puppet. So if you want to take Albania, you will have to puppet Yugoslavia or satellite all of the different Yugoslavia, Yugoslavian, uh, Yugoslavian states. I'm sorry. Um, but that will be another front there. You can release Austria if you already had them, but you probably didn't, I, I'd assume. Uh, 
having Yugoslavia means another front with the Italians, so you won't have to worry about naval invasions. Again, like I said, I love Soviet Union. Don't have to worry about that, any of that. But should be pretty easy to conquer unless they choke you at, say, Rome or Sicily or... But, again, if you catch them off guard, you'll be fine. Um, I'd say you give Istria back to Slovenia. That'll up. That'll probably up the compliance. And if you have Austria, give Austria South Tyrol. Then just puppet Italy. Take take uh, Sicily if you want. Satellite Albania, puppet Italy. The whole shebang, you know. It's pretty standard stuff. There's nothing really complicated to this part. But what is what does get complicated is the Middle Eastern campaign. Why? Because there's a ton of mountains there. There's a couple of people you're going to want to call in. Mostly just Bulgaria, because they do have a border with the Turks. With the Turkish. So, and then you have a border with them as well. Off in the east. So, but it's very mountainous. So, um, unless you have some mountaineering divisions, you're gonna it's gonna go pretty slow. It's gonna be pretty hard to blitzkrieg across eastern Turkey or any of Turkey for that matter. Your best bet is to just probably come in from the south. Um, say Italy join. Let's say in a scenario Italy joined the Allies and you had to go to war with all the Allies. Okay, fine. Uh, you t France joined. Yet you get to take out France. Now you own Syria, or at least puppeted them. Now, I, I'd say you definitely want to come in from Bulgaria. Uh, if you want to come in from Syria, too, that'd be amazing. I think your best bet is to probably do one of the only naval invasions I would recommend to the Soviet Union. Would be to go south across the Black Sea, across uh, from Sevastopol. Uh, to the northern Turkish coast. So that might be something you want to do. Mostly because it it's where most of their dockyards are. And it's mostly indefensible. But you might also want some mountaineering divisions there. You don't have to. But you might it, it might be helpful. Uh, so you can come in from three sides there. If you do that, you'll pretty easily take out Turkey. You'll... you'll um, See, it's a lot longer than it is wider, so if you come in from the top and the bottom, you'll pretty quickly cut off the east and the west from each other, and you can just sort of, like, fish in a barrel. Um, I would take a, a lot of Turkey's territory just so you have more control over the Black Sea, as well as the Strait of Bosphorus. Um, or is it the Strait of Marmara? I guess the Strait of Bosphorus. No, it's the Sea of Marmara, sorry. You definitely want to control the Strait of Bosphorus just because that's your access to um, the Mediterranean. So, in fact, I probably would have done this earlier, quite frankly, because it's extremely important to be able to get your navy out. Russia's navy is contained almost entirely to the two bathtubs that are the Black Sea and the, ba the, the Gulf of Bothnia. So... It's pretty easy to contain Russian ships and convoys. If 
it's a little bit more difficult on the West Coast, but if they if Japan already has um, naval superiority in the East Sea, they'll they they'll just, they'll just cut you off. It's pretty easy to cut them off navally, uh, which is what I said. The Navy isn't as important with the Soviet Union. I meant in regards to naval invasions. But you do want to be able to make sure that your ships can get out of the, the bathtubs that they're stuck in. But unfortunately, the Black Sea leads to an entirely different bathtub that is the Mediterranean. So, let's say you went to the War of the Allies before. In the same war you took... Syria, you puppeted Syria from France. You might want to take Gibraltar as well from the British, just so that you have the you control the gate out of the Mediterranean. And you might want to take the Suez Canal as well, but it's not mandatory. You already have access to the Atlantic that way. So, yeah. Um. At that point, you could take Spain, because you already own Gibraltar. So, and if Spain is fascist, you have that justification as well. The Spanish, whole Spanish Civil War thing. You have that justification on your side. It's pretty easy to do with tanks, but I would have some mountaineering divisions just ready. Because it, the terrain there is very similar to Turkey. It, it's extremely hilly and mountainous. But if you're at the point where you've already formed the Warsaw Pact, you've already taken and puppeted most of Turkey, you defeated the Allies, you should be mostly fine. I, at that point, I have absolutely no doubt you could conquer Spain in a breeze. So, that's going to be the end of my advice today. I hope you all take this to heart. I hope you don't think that the dual puppeting thing is too hard. And I'll see you all next week. This is Chipper. I'm out.